Welcome to From Fear to Fire, Secrets to Overcome Fear, Embrace Your Gifts, and Achieve Success. This is the place where real people share real challenges and where you can find a common bond and uncommon wisdom through their journeys to help you move from fear to fire. I am Heather Hansen O'Neill, and I am thrilled to be back with you again as your host. As always, today we have a quote by BKS Ayenga. Your body exists in the past and your mind exists in the future. In yoga, they come together in the present. I love that quote and you'll see why I chose it. We have just such a beautiful guest today. Annie Rich is just a light. Every time that I've spoken to her, she's just been so awesome. You're going to love her. She's a life coach, embodiment yoga teacher, author, podcast host, mother, traveler, and forever life student. Let's bring her on. Annie, how are you today? Oh my God, you are beautiful inside and out. Such a beautiful intro. I'm, I'm, I'm amazing. I'm excited to talk to you. <laughs> we are going to have so much fun today. You know, so I chose the the yoga quote to kick us off because that's another thing that you and I have in common with yoga. So can you talk a little bit about your yoga practice and maybe how you use it to explore you? Sure. Uh, first, I'm going to short story, long story short. <laughs> when I started yoga, so Four years ago, I gave birth to my amazing son, who I love, who is like my sun and moon and everything. But I gained 58 pounds. And it wasn't a good place to be because I hated my body. I hated myself. I was 20 years old and I thought my life was over because I enjoy myself. I get ready every day. I like to look in the mirror and enjoy what I'm seeing there. And that was not the case anymore. I had stretch marks everywhere. I had a huge belly. And I remember I was six months postpartum and I was like, enough is enough because I hit my rock bottom. Usually we change because we cannot take our lives anymore. So it would have been ideal if I changed my body because I loved myself, but that's, that was not the case for me. So I was like, okay, I'm going to start working out. And my husband, who was a student at that time, said, the girls in my university go to core power yoga and I was like okay I'm gonna explore the place and long story short I first started working out and then I discovered yoga classes and I started to do yoga and what I discovered was I got more and more connected to myself mm -hmm. and somehow my life quality just got better it does not mean that yoga was the thing that was making my life better it was just a, simply a tool because at first I thought yoga is making me happy. And then I realized some days when I do yoga, I'm even angrier than I was before. <laughs> and after going through my journey, then I decided to dive even deeper. And I did 200 hour power yoga training. Mm -hmm. I did 50 hour yoga sculpture training and I dived deep into myself basically. And what I discovered was that yoga is simply a tool for self-exploration for me. Mm -hmm. And it just allows the blockages into my body to open up. It just allows the energy to flow. It just brings me into the body. 
and helps me to be in the present moment by reconnecting to the body. So that's just long story short how oh, I no, found yoga perfect... and what yoga is for me. Yeah. Oh, I love it. It's so perfect because that's that's how I feel about yoga as well. It's it's a journey, and I learn so much about myself when I do it, you know, just connecting the mind and the body and it lifts my spirit. And when you talk about opening yourself, you have what it's the first thing I said, right? It's, it's, you have this beautiful light. So energetically, you're very open. Now, you all can't see Annie right now. Um, but she's just gorgeous. And, you know, you can feel this energy coming from her. So, you know, do you think that, that people can just do, you know, for those listeners out there that are like, 200 hour I I can't possibly you you still would recommend and see the benefit of yoga for someone who just wants to do a little bit of something right of course first of all the your ability to see light in others shows us that you are connected to your own light mm. because how we see others is how we just perceive ourselves and what we notice is what's going on inside of us mm -hmm. so it just show it just tells me about how you are connected to your own light. And second of all, it just quality over quantity. I think you can apply that saying to everything. Mm -hmm. And I have done five minutes of yoga consciously, fully focused, being present with my breath. Breath is the biggest thing in yoga. And I've got so much benefit. I have been um just full with energy whole day. And I have done an hour of yoga where my mind was racing, I wasn't being present, I was anxious, I wasn't able to take control over my body. And I felt I didn't feel good after a 60 minutes of yoga. Mm -hmm. So I think that you don't have to do teacher training, it just, I just felt called to do it. And I wanted to dive deeper. Mm -hmm. And you can just start mindfully doing one yoga pose, just one, one yoga pose a day, just Google, I don't know, you can Google hard yoga poses, you can Google easy yoga poses, yoga poses for better sex, yoga poses for opening up our chakras, whatever is your interest and your intention, and just do one pose and just be fully present. Just observe what you are feeling, where you are feeling, what emotions are coming up, and just stay with that one pose. You will get so much more benefits than if you do like 60 minutes of yoga unconsciously. I love that. That is so, so true. And I love how you bring up a lot of the emotion words and how you mentioned, you know, sometimes it's, um, you could feel angry, you could feel peaceful, you could feel so many different things. But you, I think you summed it all up when you were talking about using yoga as a self exploration tool, because it helps us to recognize to become aware of our emotions to process them, um, to dive into them to roll around and dance with them, and be okay with it all. Now, I, I know that you and I have talked about things like Know, trusting the universe and maybe not always knowing what the next step is going to be. Can you talk a little bit about that and, and how, how either you've come to terms with that or what you do with it or, or how it serves you or doesn't? How I come to terms with it is just simple. I have started my life over, like I have just, I have lived in 26 or 27 apartments moving like thinking this is my last apartment I will live for at least five years 
in my whole life. And I have lived in like four countries. Mm -hmm. So for me, I started my life over and over again so often. I remember last time when I was moving from Kansas to Hawaii, I had to let go all of my things, like 99%. I just had to put some things into the trash, things that I loved, I really loved. So what, what, how I found it is I just learned to detach from things. Some, in a way, universe forced me to. And also moving so many times, And I remember when we moved from Minneapolis to Kansas, we moved in two weeks and we didn't even have seen the apartment. And we arrived, we were just signing the documents and the woman manager was like, do you want to even see the apartment? I was like, (laughs) okay, sure, good idea. And moving to Hawaii was like, I had no idea what we were going to do. And I had a child. My son was two years old at the time. And in life, when some things happen, you can just go back to those things and you can realize that every time you just trusted and had no idea what was going to happen, but still remained positive. And what I mean remained positive is like, I will figure it out. That for me is positive enough. I have seen that everything somehow, I figured it out. And the funniest, almost incredible thing is when I had no expectation and I was trusting it, it came to me in the best way possible because when you expect something, you just limit yourself in a way. So because I had, I physically could not, I had no control moving to Hawaii, living in the van, then selling the van and moving to uh, mainland to travel with a two-year-old to see like 30 states and then staying in Florida. We had, we never had control on those past years over our lives. The only choice I had was to trust in and if I wasn't trusting, I was just being anxious. So I was like, it's easier to trust the universe. And somehow everything at the end, and it just, I don't know it what was best for me, out. just found that, me. Yes, that, that trust in the universe. I, I believe that completely. It's when, we, it's when we stop doing that and we start thinking that we have control over things, that, mm-hmm. that, that the challenges come up, those expectations that we can, exactly. that, that we have control is just, it's not accurate. So like you said, the most beautiful things happened when you trusted. Now that kind of leads into the concept of, of manifestation a little bit, because, mm-hmm. um, you know, I know that we, you and I both believe in the power of manifestation and how, how we can do it. Do you have any good stories of how it's happened in your life? I have hundreds of stories of manifestations. <laughs> oh, my husband even calls me a manifestation queen. Sometimes That's I forget awesome. that I'm a manifestation queen, that I get anxious and that I don't manifest anything. But every time I'm trusting and I remember that I am the super attractor and manifestation queen, <laughs> then I keep attracting. Like even one quick story today before I dive deep into another amazing story. I was just, I, 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 had, I was driving today and the road was closed, which I'm usually using that I remember I remember there is this other road that will lead me to my location destination because my husband showed me but I was not paying attention so I was like okay universe show me the way and I got intuitively this thought follow the white car and I was following this white car and it didn't make sense because I wouldn't have chosen that road or route and somehow I was I followed that car and I found myself in the location that I wanted to. So that's <laughs> that's even awesome. like that, 
happened today, and that is like combination of trusting and manifestation. But one of the uh, biggest manifestation stories that I have, maybe, yes, it might be the one of the biggest. I was living in Hawaii. And I remember when COVID happened, we are living in the van, imagine me, my husband and my son, we are literally living on the beach. Everything is closed. We have nothing to do, literally nothing to do. We are just enjoying life. And there is one of these famous um, Instagram models or whatever living in Hawaii. Because I have nothing to do in my mind. I was like, hmm, I have been living in this place for quite some time and I never met him. I was like, universe, you know what? Just because it's fun and I want to manifest it, I want to meet this person. And I remember I wrote in my notes, I met so-and-so. And I forgot about it. That's the key. When you want to manifest something, you have to detach. You have, I, there is a quote, wanting nothing attracts everything. And that is so Buddhist saying, but it is so true. Mm-hmm. I forgot about it. And next day I see he drove in front of me. I was like, universe, you are giving me the sign. I know I'm meeting this person and I'm forgetting about it again. And then after a week or so, me and my husband were driving because all the main beaches uh, on the North Shore are closed. And we are searching for a good beach that we would enjoy. And I was in my phone and I could hear this voice inside of my head saying like, look up, you might miss something. That was just a voice. And I was like, okay, I immediately put aside my phone and I see this person walking (laughs) like on the uh, sidewalk. And I was like, telling my husband, stop the car, stop the car. And I would stop the car. And I just said hi to him. And I didn't give it too much attention because I was like, I manifested meeting this person. And I say to my sister, and she's like, oh my God, you know, like she was 16 at the time and you know how teenagers are. She was like, if you ever meet him again, record a video for me. And I was like, I promised her. I was like, of course, sure, I'm going to do that. And I love to keep my promises. And next day, we are driving again to the beach and he just left immediately. He was just walk- walking there. We go to the beach and the moment we stop the car, he stops his car and comes again. And I was like, and me and my husband had a very um, un- unnecessary argument before. So I wasn't really in a mood. I was waiting for my period and I couldn't say for him. I couldn't ask him. And that is very rare. I couldn't ask him to record a video for my sister. Mm-hmm. And I was so upset with myself because I keep my promises. And especially I know how big of a deal it would have been for my sister. Imagine being 16 and like, liking someone and wanting someone to record the video for it's a big deal and I remember being very upset because he left and I was very upset with myself and I was like you know what forgive yourself and you will be forgiven I told it to myself and I I just said somehow I believe that I'm going to come here tomorrow and he will be here and I'm going to record this video for my sister and the moment I meant it I fully meant those words the moment I said that Another kind of influencer in Hawaii walked by me and I was like, okay, universe, you are giving me a sign. I will be here tomorrow. And of course, the next day comes and my phone, I, I even remember my phone had no memory because I sold my phone and I had this old phone. I just, I took the camera with me. I got ready. And the funny thing or interesting thing is we were late. Usually when we met him, for the first two times, it was very early. 
and my son didn't wake up and it's later than when we met him and my husband is like baby there's no way you are going to meet him and I was like just watch me I'm gonna <laughs> meet him I'm gonna record a video for my sister and I'm gonna send it to my sister and I go there and if his car is there and I'm going and I'm waiting and he's coming out of the water and I'm recording I, I asked him like can you just record this video for my sister and he was amazing um he said yes his friend was there he took the video and I just sent it to my sister so oh, this been can so happy. be, <laughs> she was over the moon. Her friends were saying like, I hate you. And she was over the moon. She was feeling like a celebrity. And I was so satisfied because I kept my word. Yes. And it, it was just very important for me to keep my word. Um, so that is one of the craziest or interesting manifestation <laughs> stories That's that I have. Fantastic. Oh my goodness. You know, it, it, I go uh, the same thing. Like if it's just easy and you just, thinking it and you're, you're thinking confidently, these things just happen. It's when uh, some negative emotions that come in that block it, right? You know, if you're angry mm -hmm. or you're frustrated or, you know, you're stressed out or you're too focused or attached to it, that's when things, you know, it gets blocked. So I love the easy flow of it. Now, you know, time is flying by. So I love to give a tip or a strategy that people can take away. So how about, I know you're super creative. Do you have any hacks or tools to be more creative in life? I think that first of all, it's the belief. It's the belief that you are a creative being. I, her, I have heard it so many times, maybe when I have said it in the past, I don't remember, uh, but I'm not, I'm not creative, you know, because we think creative people are only people who are painting, singing, playing piano, dancing, and that is not true. People can be creative in business. Managers can be creating and managing the people, finding new ways. You can be creative in organizing. You can be creative in cleaning. It's like if you're cleaning your apartment, you can get creative and think, how can I clean this apartment in a more efficient way? That is you being creative. Mm -hmm. Whenever you are creating anything, you are just being creative. And for me, the practices I do is I have to make sure that I feel good. It means that I'm going to bed the time in the bed. I have to sleep the amount of time that my body needs. I have to do the things that brings me joy to start the morning in the way that I know will make me feel good. If you just follow, the easiest way is to just follow what makes you feel good, not in the mind, but in the body. Because when you feel good, when you have slept, when you have eaten the food that nourishes your body, when you have met the people, when you're surrounding yourself with the people that inspire you mm -hmm. rather than make you feel bad about yourself. Every single moment you feel good, you are being you can be creative and you can create because you feel so good mm -hmm. that you want to create something, you want to do something. So the shortest and easiest tip I can give, if I have to give one tip. It's just like, do the things that make you feel good every single moment. It's a moment-to-moment -moment choice. There are hundreds of things that will can make you angry or frustrated every single moment almost, because sometimes it's our thoughts, sometimes it's our environment. But you can say like, do I want to be responsive 
or do I want to be reactive? There is a big difference. And this, make a choice that will make you feel good. Because when you feel good, just everything, you will attract, I don't know, amazing things into your life because we attract what we are inside. Yes. Oh, I believe that. Definitely. That's lovely. So I know that you, you know, you've mentioned your husband and I know that you have a lot of beautiful friendships and, and relationships and the relationship with your son. Um, do you have any tips on how to make these relationships flourish and thrive? You just have to work every single day on yourself first. However you treat yourself inside, for example, if I'm making a mistake and I'm being very angry at myself and I cannot let go and forgive myself easily, guess what? That's what you are doing for the people around you. Communicating effectively. The other day I was very anxious and I have no idea why. Maybe I was close to my period, you know, so I, and I just called my husband before he arrived and I told him, baby, I'm feeling very anxious and just try to talk to me less this evening because I might lash on you for no reason and he was like okay and if I need hug I would be like baby I'm not feeling amazing because of this and this and can you hug me more today Com communicating but before you communicate what you want you have to understand what you want you cannot love your husband you cannot love your child you cannot love yourself if you do not understand yourself how you operate what you like what you don't like yeah. so and have the expectation that you have to work on the relationship as long as you're alive. It's not like it gets more and more effortless when both parts in the relationship do their own part, mm -hmm. but you will still have unconscious moments. You will still have unconscious fights. You will still think you are going to uh, just break up with this person because they, they never do anything good for you. You will still have those moments. But you have to just create this toolkit. I even have a list of why I love my husband because when I get very, very angry, it doesn't happen often. I forget why he's good, basically. So I go to the list and I read, oh, he actually has good traits because we are focused on the negative when we are having disagreement with this person. So if I have to say like three things, just understand yourself and support yourself. Uh, and first of all, work on the relationship with yourself mm -hmm. and feel enough communicate and communicate the way another person understands not the way you want to communicate or not the way you want to be communicated with the art of communication is talk to everyone the way they can understand and third is would be willing to work on the relationship if you are angry just don't use your partner your family members as a negativity damping place just work on the relationship. It's a work. So mm -hmm. just make better choices whenever you can. If you want to say something mean to them. Every time my husband annoys me, I try to tell him something I like about him. The other day he was chewing annoyingly and I was like, I really like your haircut. <laughs> and I really <laughs> meant it. I just shifted my focus on something I like in him and I completely forgot how annoyingly he was chewing. <laughs> so this would be just my three quick tips just every time you get annoyed with your partner or with your child just tell them try to find one thing you like about them and tell them that doesn't mean you are lying that means just you are saying another truth because you are annoying with them that's truth but you are just choosing to tell them a better truth 
I love that. And, you know, it's, it all comes down to this shift in focus, right? What you focus on expands. And so you have the power to shift your focus to something positive. I love the list to keep a list of your loved one's positive traits to remind you just in case you forget that day. That's fantastic. And I love also the comment that you made about communicate the way that others need you know, to hear it, right? It's we, If we are only focusing on our communication style and the message that we want to get across, that's not true communication. Communication is taking the time to understand to the other person and how they would hear, right? And then to listen to them. Exactly. Yeah. So I love, love, love that. That's fantastic. Annie, I'm certain that there are listeners here that would love to know a little bit more about how they can reach you and, you know, how you, if you are open to people connecting with you on Instagram or LinkedIn or wherever. So can you share a little bit about how people can find you? Sure. Um, First of all, you are amazing. You just, you are so good at uh, catching the you know right phrases or meaningful um, phrases whatever I just said you just what I wanted to make accent on you would just said it perfectly <laughs> so thank you so much for repeating it because we all need repetition we, mm-hmm. we learn through repetition mm-hmm. and um, one of my friends was just writing uh, I think something about me and he said like she's always open to having a conversation so please reach out to her and that is so true reach out to me with any question you have. I literally, I just, that's how I get energized by connecting to people and by just having meaningful conversations or connections to people. Best way to just find everything about me, not everything, but about my work is to just go to anirich.com, A-N-I-R-I-C-H.com. And you can find my book there, which is called Back to Yourself. And you can find it on Amazon and you can find out about my podcast, my blog, and about the services, about the coaching, about yoga, just best way. It's just my website. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm going to have to check out the book too. I, I know that your podcast is amazing. So everyone check that out, but I'm going to have to check out that book too. It sounds amazing. Annie, you're fantastic. And I totally appreciate you listeners. If you loved the time and the wisdom that Annie brought, please share this episode with a friend. And we always love when you leave us a review too. So thank you for that. Oh, and I just wanted to mention to be on the lookout for my new book as well. Where's the office moving today's leaders from what is to what can be. And Annie, repeat the name of your book one more time for everyone. It's back to yourself. And the Mm. name of the podcast is Intuitively Rich. And you can even listen to our beautiful conversation with I had with you, with Heather, and I got so much value out of it. Oh, that was such a blast. I enjoyed that very much. So thank you very much. And all of you listeners, we look forward to seeing you or having you back here again next week. Be well. Be well.